Welcome to today's episode. I wanted to give you a little intro before we hop right in with my friend Ashton Foose. Ashton is my friend in real life and she is one of the most amazing women that I am blessed to know. We are talking about intentional motherhood today, intentional parenting, and Ashton has always been my go-to person when I am looking for advice and support in understanding and navigating through motherhood. Ashton is a mom of two, a wife, a preschool teacher, and the creator of Rooted Parents. Now, I know at the end of this episode, I really start fangirling on Ashton because that is why I had her come on and chat with me today. I am so passionate about the program and course that she created, Rooted Parents, to be a resource and guide for you. If you listen in on today's conversation and love it and you need somebody to really help you navigate these early years of motherhood, check out Ashton's course, Rooted Parents. It will be linked in the show notes. I trust with my whole heart that the information that you learn and the support that you receive from Ashton will change the way that motherhood feels in your heart. I am so grateful for Ashton and the support she has given me, and I know you will absolutely love what you learn in this course, and you will also love the community and support that Ashton gives in addition to getting the course. So please, please, please check it out. I would love for you to support and encourage my friend by following her on Instagram as well. She is rooted.mom. And let's hop into today's episode with my friend Ashton. Hey friend, and welcome to the Intentional Productivity Podcast. This is for you working moms that want your day to intentionally reflect your priorities. I'm Joelle Cease. I know, it looks like Seuss. And I'm passionate about intentional priority time management. I want you to feel like your day is filled with what's most important to you. I'm so glad you're here with me, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. All right, guys, welcome to today's episode. As you already know, I have my friend Ashton on here to talk with us today. So Ashton, why don't you just introduce yourself to all of us and share a little bit about you and your story because I know it and know it by heart because you are my friend in real life, but I want you to share with my listeners. Okay. I won't share every detail of my transitional life, (laughs) but I'll start back with, so I'm Ashton Foose. And I'm a mom of two. My oldest is in kindergarten now, so I kind of went through that first leap of letting my little birdie fly into the world this year. I have a an amazing husband who is such a rock to our family, and he's a basketball coach and a PIA teacher. So we just talk about our family being a team, and it just fits so perfectly into everything that I now am trained to do. But my career started in the elementary education classroom. I graduated with elementary education and I was a kindergarten teacher for six years. And then I just decided I need to stay home. And that was kind of like hitting a brick wall because it was like, okay, I thought I had all the tools. And then you have your own toddlers who are just demanding every little ounce from you. So we're here to talk more about that later today. But I now, after three years being home um, and two kids, I am back part-time in the classroom and I am now a certified parent educator and it is honestly like as you know all of my leaps of like MLMs and everything else in between you guys Joelle has always kept me grounded she was like Ashton don't wear too many hats and here I am like finally this year I just like it feels so right I'm part-time in the classroom 
and part-time full-time, you know, that we'll never be part-time mom, but full-time part-time mom and parent educator. Like it's all just this, this year is just perfection. So, and you guys, this conversation and this show is going to be like a chat between two friends because you truly are two friends here recording. But I, I remember like Ashton having so many different passions and sometimes it felt like is like going on to the next thing and the next thing, but it has evolved you into the right things. So when Ashton told me, like, I think I'm going to go back into the classroom part time and I think I'm going to create this course and I'm still really passionate about this aspect of my MLM. It was this fall that I was like, Ashton, all of that is now aligned with you. And as long as all of those things are done in small bouts and in increments and with intention, you can do them all well because you guys, Ashton, did you, did you catch that all? Ashton is a mom of two. Her husband is a coach. So that's a lot of solo mom time because she understands and respects he has passions. And in return, he understands and respects she has passions and she has created a virtual course, which we will talk about in a little while and also her MLM and being in the classroom. She has a lot going on and has a lot of different hats. And back then I used to think like, focus on one thing, have one thing, grow one thing. But now, even as I study the Proverbs 31 woman even more, like that woman has so many different avenues and outlets and things of providing and things that she was doing that I'm like really as women a well-rounded life and I wrote this down I actually saw this before I hit record record today it was living a good life is being well-rounded and not being consumed by one thing I literally wrote that this fall and was thinking of Ashton at the time when I was writing that so I am so glad that you are on here today with us Ashton because not only are you a mom and you're working at a job outside of the home you also have a career inside of the home and you're wearing these different hats and you're wearing them well so we are going to be talking today about being intentional in our motherhood and as working moms Ashton you know my listeners are working moms whether inside the home or away from the home how can we assure that we're intentional in our motherhood and not just spending our time with our kids while we're scrolling social media or multitasking, but being fully present and intentional around and with our kids. I love that because when I first decided to stay home, I was like, I have all the time in the world. We are going to just live off my schedule. My kids are just going to play beautifully together in the corner and I'm going to get so much done. And then we know that that's not reality. Um, and then I found myself just full of anxiety and just, I, I mentioned this to you before, but like motherhood to me created anxiety, whereas I felt like I couldn't execute anything off my brain. Like I could, I knew I had two minute pockets where I could do something before I get interrupted again. And that's just motherhood. And so when you figure out how to work around that, and my biggest tip and takeaway is, so we have something called gems and it sounds so beautiful. It's a gem but it's genuine encounter moment. And that is something I finally mastered. So like I said, I'm part-time now. And so I just put my little guy down for nap when we got home here and I'm able to give him genuine encounter moments. 
and that's when it counts because when I am working, which we do and we are from home and I let my son see me work and that's totally okay. But in creating those genuine encounter moments throughout the day is what is going to feed them. It's going to let them know that they're seen, they're heard. Mom loves me. Mom has unconditional love for me. And in my course, I have this whole section on Jen's bank accounts because every single relationship that we live around has an emotional bank account. And we'll talk about that in a minute. Unconditional love. And the child needs to know that you love them unconditionally so that when they do make a mistake, it's a learning point. It's not shamed and it's not a moment of trauma for them. But with that being said, it's taking those intentional times that you do get throughout the day. So let's say, let's, let's talk about emotional bank accounts first, because I think that comes before genuine encounters. When you know, and this is why you guys, I kind of get agitated with my husband, who's not home very often in the winter, comes home and demands something from the kids right away. And so this is something I'm gently teaching him because he doesn't have the emotional bank capacity built up in the children already that he can't just bark an order at them. Like, yes, maybe I just barked that same order, but throughout the day I have deposited into the kids. So let's think of a, a person, a relationship having, it's a bank account. You're either depositing or debiting into that bank account. You're withdrawing or you're depositing in. So my little guy, Kate, if I am going to try to get something done later when he wakes up from his nap, before that, I'm going to make sure to deposit, 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 and give him genuine encounters. Because if his bucket is full and he gets that intentional time with me, when it is my turn to work, he is going to be more full. He is going to be more let. How do I say that? I don't want to do a double negative. He's going to be, he's going to have less behaviors, misbehaviors, and he's not going to demand so much of my attention because he has already gotten the attention. He knows that he's unconditionally loved and he knows mom loves him no matter what it is that he does throughout the day. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think this is something that you taught me a long time ago, and it is something that I had to learn and work through. So with me being an Enneagram one, having structure and going from one task to another was super hard for me when becoming a mom and working from home and not wanting to start things because you're going to be interrupted. And now I do take moments of embracing the interruption, but I also have taken that self-discipline in understanding they need me to deposit into their emotional bank account. So a lot of times for me, how this looks practically is in the morning, they often see me you know, if I'm finishing my workout and the work things that I try to get done, and it's really only three to four things that I try to get done right away in the morning, I know by like 9 a.m. the phone's going to go away and we're going to have intentional time together and then doesn't get brought back out again until nap time. And even if those of you who are watching my Insta stories, you probably have noticed this about me. You'll see me kind of mama, mama, multitask Instagram stories and content in the morning when my kids are like eating breakfast, having playtime and a show. But at 9 a.m., the show goes off and we do an activity or get out of the house or do something like that. And then it's not until nap time where I'm opening back and plugging back into things I need to do. Mm -hmm. Right. And 
I have noticed so much that it is hard to multitask. And there are some times where at eight o'clock, my three-year-old is needing deposits in his emotional bank account. And when I think about it, I haven't had any gems moments with him yet. So it makes sense now. And I think that's why these tools that you are giving women in your course work so well because they are systems and guidelines and all of our kids are different all of our situations are different like my work from home situation is different than somebody's nine to five situation with their kids but when we draw into being intentional and understanding our kids' needs and how we can fulfill them it'll bring that heart center of I'm doing a great job as a mom because I know that there all of us as moms are wondering am I doing enough with and for my kids right Mm -hmm. Um, I will say that a genuine encounter like I I should explain what fully because there's it's such a fine line of like giving a full genuine encounter and it sounds like it's what it is just genuine encounters but it is going to be like, it could be two minutes long. Like if you're like trying to finish doing the dishwasher and your child's like, mom, come color with me, which is what my daughter does all the time. Like her favorite genuine encounter with me is just me, no distractions, full on coloring with her. Um, and if I'm like, just give me two minutes, I'm going to finish the dishwasher. But if I know her emotional bank account is already low, then it's like, I don't finish the dishwasher. I go and I go to her and I fill her up immediately. Cause guess what? I can come back and empty that and finish that dishwasher. It's going to still be there. And that is the hardest thing. Like so I'm an Enneagram seven, but when I'm stressed and when I, when I was a stay at home mom, I was, I was totally a one. I pulled a one for the three years of my stress. Like when I'm stressed, it's full on one. And that was totally me too. It's like, nope, I'm just going to finish this one thing. You can wait. And I would start yelling at my kids, but now I find out their emotional bank accounts were so empty. And so if I just stop and that's the main thing, like when a kid is asking for that genuine encounter, they're not going to say, mom, can you come give me a genuine encounter? But you're going to know and discern between your kids. Um, what they're asking for. You don't say, give me two minutes and I'll be right there. Cause guess what? In two minutes, they might start playing independently again. And then it turns into five and then 10 and you didn't follow through yet. That's a major withdrawal in your bank account. So you stop immediately. You go to them, you put all distractions away. You give them 100% focus. You look them in the eye. It's child led. So let's, let's say your child comes up to you and you're like, mom, they're like, mom, mom, look at this butterfly. I found a butterfly. And you're like, talking to the other kid oh you found it like oh good cool cool like you don't acknowledge their butterfly you don't give them that full genuine encounter and it can be as short as that it's just you turn to them you touch them on the shoulder and you say you found a butterfly tell me about that butterfly and it's child-led you're just intriguing them to interact with you and it's eye contact it's connection and it's it's simple and it is so beautiful and then the child leaves the situation smiling they run off with their butterfly and their love tank is just full and it's it's so beautiful. So I was going to say that with, with working moms and stay at home moms, they are so both important because the nine to five mom, you don't, your kid hasn't seen you all day. They are emotionally drained. They had to share toys the whole time at daycare and it's tough. It is a tough world for them. And so they are needing that genuine encounter probably right away. And you can go a couple of days without a genuine encounter. That's going to be totally fine, but you are going to read your children best. We talked about kind of being at home and giving your child genuine encounters with the nine to five mom. They are so, so important because you get two hours before it's bedtime at home and they're, they're just so important to keep your child's love painful and to let them know that they are loved no matter what, like I said. So, and you think like how you said 
with your daughter, having and knowing what her favorite activity is to do with you, you knowing that, you know, when she gets home from school and when you get home from what you're doing, you know, you can bust out those colors, you can have that and you guys can just dive right into that activity. And I, yeah. And I know for my kids, it, they could drive the dang tractors around the yard all day. So I know when I was having them in daycare a couple days a week and they'd come home, that was in the summertime and it was nice out. But even in the winter, we try to get outside and do something at that time. And that is how I know my kids get deposits into their emotional bank accounts. And I saw a really great post on Instagram today that was actually in relation to Christmas, which is going going to be very timely for the uploading mm-hmm. of this episode. But really, it was talking about how as a kid, you don't remember what present you got when you were six, seven years old, but you remember the energy, the excitement, the joy that was fill like filling around and the traditions and you know sitting down and and baking cookies or it was like activity based instead of present based and I know for a lot of working moms they do whether you're working for financial reasons or you're working because you truly love your job you don't need to beat yourself up about it because you can still come home and have those those genuine moments and I, I want you to and I want you to explain a little bit on that Ashton why you feel like when you were at home full time why you feel like that was when you're I can't remember what you said exactly but you were you said something along the lines of that was when you had the least amount of moments and emotional deposits with your kids because I do not manage myself well. <laughs> and you know You're that working on it. You're working on it. And you're doing I, great. And I am so glad Joelle has this resource for us, you guys. Like, I am, so, like, when I said, when I chose to stay home, I was like, I have all the time in the world. And I totally just let my schedule fly. But now, like, with your ideas of, like, three things at a time, like, just check them off. Like, that is a game changer. And so... Just don't ever think if you're a stay-at-home mom, you have all the time in the world to do stuff because you take everything for granted. You take your kids and learning and the, the amount of time that you do have, you take it for granted unless you're intentional with it. And that, like, I, I so wish I knew when, I, I wish I had a plan when I was staying home that, hey, I am going to be intentional. I'm going to, like, I have management of, like, um, emotions well. And so I can tell, like, I guess I just never understood fully like a full on genuine encounter. I was just like, yeah, I'll get to it in five minutes. And then like, I didn't understand that I could feel my child's love tank right then and there. And it would make the whole day smoother. And now that I do that, I'm like, oh my gosh, we missed out on, I know five misbehaviors would have erupted if I would have finished the dishwasher or it would have stemmed from like crying at bedtime could have stemmed from that emotion that she was still holding on to. And this is the other thing. This is like my favorite thing. I am reading a book right now called Jesus, the Gentle Parent. And it's, you are your first, you're your child's first glimpse of God. So like when you are patient, when you are kind, gentle, faithful, self-control, like when you are faithful and say, I'm going to be there in two minutes and you're there in two minutes, like that's their first glimpse and model into who they are going to become. 
Like it's just a beautiful thing to be able to model that to them. For sure. And really, thank you for referencing my freebie PDF. But in reality, truly, I'm going to title my segment of intentional priority gems and then write down three things in my day where I know it's going to be emotional deposits into my kids. You know what I mean? You Because you've seen the PDF, so you know what I mean. But for those of you, you can check in the show notes. It'll be linked. But and it's, it's clickable. A, yeah, it's clickable. So if you don't want to print okay. it off, it's it'll stay right in your Google Drive. You'll have the segment on the right where you declare an intentional priority and then put three things at most, three things you're going to do in that area. And I truly will start naming mine gems from now on when it comes to being intentional with my kids, because it may seem silly to put a to-do little thing for my kids, but they are that important to me. That's why I write them down. And it really stemmed from when I was running my business at home. And when Bryce started occupational therapy stuff, I was like, okay, well, these These are things we need to do to fulfill his sensory needs. And these things will help our whole day, kind of in the Mm -hmm. same, the same aspect. And so I would always write like OT. But now that we've gone through that season and now those intentional things have become things that have cycled into our day automatically, they become a rhythm. But now I know I can add in gems because obviously for Jace, my one-year-old right now, him being on my lap and eye to eye is what he needs. And maybe that would be like doing wheels on the bus where he's sitting on my lap and holding his hands and he's look, he's faced towards me and we're singing it. Mm-hmm. And then for Bryce, it could be like driving around on his tractor outside and in wintertime now, which we're in, it's sledding down the hills of our driveway, right? Mm -hmm. So I know that I will be implementing this. I already do implement this into my intentional day planner, but now it has, it can have a title in the category of G-E-M, gems. Mm -hmm. What are just some simple gems that they could be doing with their kids if they don't already know like, oh, my kid really Mm -hmm. would enjoy this? Like, what are some ideas and activities that you would say people could do? I would say, um, obviously kids are like, and like in, inviting them to do anything, Play-Doh, blocks, but really let it be child-led. So oftentimes the invitations come from the child. Like if they're coming up and they are so excited to tell you something and you are just such a good mom already that you discern and you know that they need to be seen and heard right now, you're going to give them a gem. So really it does often stem from the child, but I would just say just an invitation. One, I think we have time for one more question that I'm asking out of selfish reason, reasons because as my oldest is getting older, I'm realizing with each age, it brings new dynamics. And how can we distinguish when something is a behavior to be addressed or if it's just a phase or a season to just gracefully go through? I think as long as you are, I mean, we have consistency in our families. And so I, I know that you do and so many families do because that's what works. And I think if you keep the overall routine, like you were telling me about your son transitioning out of nap, and that is so hard. So it's like, is it just a week long thing? Or is it really a transition out of nap? But I love how you're staying consistent with it. Because like, you have to be in your room and rest regardless. So really, 
it's all about setting limits inside your home. Like, so the really cool thing about positive parenting is you are becoming a firm and kind parent. You're not a permissive parent being your child's best friend, but you're not an authoritative parent being no, because I said so my way or the highway type of thing. It's firm and kind. The firmness comes from limits. You have non-negotiables in your house. Non-negotiables are, okay, well, this amount of time is for quiet time. And if you are like, like you said, you don't know if it's a manipulation situation or not. Well, either way, you're going to spend, I'm going to set the timer and you're going to be in your room for this amount of time. You can choose to rest. You can choose to play with your trucks. You can choose to read books. And then as long as that limit is set that, yes, this is your room time, then it's just kind of up to them. Because if their bodies are tired, they're going to sleep. And I, I don't mean to make this like all about nap time. So I'm trying to think of another example too. But Yeah, and we're talking about nap time, guys, because before we hit record, I was telling her about how my now three-year-old hasn't taken an actual nap in the last four days and today he's actually sleeping which yay so we could hop on here and record this it it was just really hard where i was like he was fine going into his room he's the one walking into his room he's the one sitting with me in the chair to read books but then it became he wanted to read five books and sing seven songs but today i kept the routine kind of the same but added a little twist where he's sleeping with a dirt bike and I was being really, really goofy and like, I'm going to kiss your dirt bike goodnight and tuck it in and then I'm going to tuck you in. And it happened to work today, my friends, where I kept the routine system and time, especially with it being, you know, kind of 1245, one o'clock us going into his room and, and starting the whole routine. But when he was doing that the other days where he was laying down and then he'd kind of like wake up and be like, mom, mom at 1.30. I was like, oh, this is tough. But then I still kept with the consistency of it's quiet time. Like you're not getting up to do what you want until it's usually when his younger brother wakes up. Like once mm-hmm. the younger brother wakes up, then yay, playtime again. Mm-hmm. So I think that it's just really hard sometimes to distinguish and give grace when things are phases and seasons. And probably since I'm in Enneagram 1, I'm like, oh my God, we had one terrible bedtime routine this we're doomed Kelly goes to college (laughs) we are are doomed and he's going to be kicking and screaming at the door for the rest of his life when in reality it's like no stay kind and firm I love that so much like stay kind and firm and things will roll back out and there are going to be tough really hard tough challenging days you guys there were so many days where I was voice memoing Ashton in tears. Like I have my go-to guru on here with you guys that even before she created her course for Joelle parents, told me to do this by the way. I know. She is my like, I owe it all to her. She's like, just share these. I'm like, you're right. I, I was, I was a little peer pressure on her creating this for selfish. Oh, I'm so grateful. <laughs> because I wanted it in my own life. But I would voice memo Ashton and be like, Ashton, what can I do? And I love how Ashton teaches where it's tools in your toolbox and you gracefully say, sometimes these are going to work and sometimes these are just, you're just going to have a crazy day and that's mm-hmm. okay too. It's being gracious with ourselves and also not placing judgment on my mistakes, but looking at where I can improve and become better. So the next time a really hard situation arises, I can navigate it in a different way. So if you guys want to learn more from Ashton, I highly suggest you invest in her rooted course for positive parenting. 
I'm, I'm flat out telling you, this is going to be an investment that changes your whole family's life. You will feel the difference when you invest in this course. And maybe some of you have never done an online course before. So let me just explain this. Ashton essentially has a learning system that you can watch at your own pace and in your own place at your own time. And so when you open the course, it's kind of like if you think back to your college days, when you took online courses, mm-hmm. you had this this website to open up and it had the course layout for what that class was going to have. Same thing with an online course. I'm just explaining this, Ashton, because a lot of people have never done an online course before. You and I have had many education <laughs> implications in online spaces, but with this, you'll You'll buy the program, you'll open it up, and you'll be able to start learning right away at your own pace. And it's a series of videos paired with downloads and resources. Ashton has put so much into this course, and it is so affordable right now. I am telling you, I may start peer pressuring Ashton to raise the <laughs> so you better go get in on it right now because for all that she is creating, all that she is continuing to learn and share and create for this course, it is so worth it. Ladies, I know that if you looked at the price of this course and the amount of money that you spent on mindless crap on Amazon, you'd be like, oh, I've, I've got this. I've got this. It is very affordable. I know when we use the word like invest in this course, you're like, oh, it's probably expensive. Like go to the link that's below of this show. And you will see the cost of it. You will see that all there is, there'll be like a little description about it. It'll link you right to Ashton's website. If you want to follow her on Instagram, which you should, she's rooted.mom on Instagram. I'll also link that down below so you can go to Ashton's Instagram. Get her vibe even more if you're (laughs) wanting to do that before you get the course. But go get the course because Ashton has invested so much time and resource and energy and it is worth it it is worth it there are some online courses out there i wouldn't trust anybody else's advice other than ashton's when it comes to intentional motherhood i know i'm totally like selling this but i am so i i was like i said peer pressuring ashton to do this before like she had the name for it she's like just always my go-to person and i trust you guys my listeners with my go-to person so thank you Thank you, thank you, Ashton, for being on here today. And where do you want to direct people into getting to know you better and finding more about your Rooted course? Yeah, so, well, before I forget, thank you so much for having me. So much fun, and this podcast is such a success. It is so much fun to listen to. Um, Rooted Parents on Facebook is kind of my page that's up and coming, rootedparents.com. You guys, all of this, I started, so like I call myself the rooted mom because I like to keep myself rooted and grounded, but I was like, no, this is for parents. It's not like, I love the mom communities, but this is for parents because you buy it, you and your spouse do it together and it's going to change your whole home. So rooted parents on Facebook, rootedparents.com and yeah, you'll have the link in the show notes here to grab the course, Um, but to learn about it, you can read everything on the website. Mm-hmm. I will link everything down below, you guys. You guys, you guys are the absolute best, and I have appreciated your love and support since starting this podcast. So, I'm going to be doing my first ever giveaway. 
giveaway for the pod squad only people only you guys get to be entered into this giveaway it's kind of like a secret little thing between me and you i am going to be giving away two not just one two passion planner daily layouts i bought one for myself i do have an instagram story highlight showing and sharing what it looks like exactly if you want to go check that out and i knew i knew i had to share it with my peeps so how do you get entered into this giveaway First, subscribe to the show. Easy peasy. Secondly, take a screenshot of this episode, share it on your Instagram stories, tell your peeps why they should go and listen to my show, as well as tag me so I can see it at Joelle Cease, S-U-E-S-S on Instagram. Third thing, drop your email in and get my free intentional priority day planner. It's that simple. All you have to do is Number one, be on the email list and I give you my intentional priority day planner for free. Secondly, subscribe and share the show on your Instagram stories. The winner will be announced on Instagram on December 23rd. That's it. That's all you have to do to get entered in for the giveaway. And this is not sponsored by Passion Planner. I bought these planners with my own money because I wanted to give these as a present to you to say thank you for loving, appreciating, and listening to my show.